Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and trust, so you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. like the wolf oh it is hungry like the wolf hi everybody Howdy. welcome to customer states podcast where we talk about anything and everything in the automotive industry i'm here with my wonderful cohorts for another friday evening friday we made it through another week just barely uh, by the skin of our teeth the you know i never understood yeah i never understood that skin of my teeth your teeth don't have skin anyways i'm thirsty i yes. think we should crack one dun, 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 dun. No. Oh, so close. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I picked up so what you were close. putting down. I broke a nail, though, trying to do that quickly. <laughs> Such a woman. I know. Oh. Anyway, welcome to Customer State's podcast. <sighs> Thank you, guys. Yes. Who, uh, are, who are you? What are you about? Oh, I'm Eric. I'm Eric Montenegro. I yeah, keep the rig rolling. Yeah, we do. Sorry. I've had one already. Heavy line technician, mm. Ford mm. Motor Company, for Check. over four years now. Check. And to my left is the absolutely amazing oh. Jacob Rakes. That's I, I think that's the first time Eric's ever introduced me, and I feel special. No wonder Ali sits next to him. Jeez. Well, we could switch up the seating order yeah. if you guys want next time. Um, I am Jake Rakes, as always. I am a service advisor. Um, been going on four years in total in the automotive industry, but three years as a service advisor. I push pens, and I write on paper. And I'm the personal punching bag to my friends. Do you push people's stools? I, I do. Mm. And all of you people out there, if you need somebody to crack down upon, I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's fun. I enjoy what I do. And uh, to my left is Mikey Boy. Uh, what's up, everybody? Mike Sarah, uh, senior master technician, shop foreman, transmission technician. Uh, wear of many hats. Wear of many hats, yes. Uh, and more hats than that as well. But I'm going to get you a sombrero. Uh, I have one already. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it's in the garage. You should wear it next week. 
<laughs> I'm going to wear it tomorrow. <laughs> Sombrero. Um, so to start off <clears throat> this episode. Oh, wait, you forgot. Hi, I'm Allie Paul. <laughs> Allie's hey, guys, not. it's Allie. I'm a, I'm a warranty personnel administrator. So I administer them. You, you guys do realize that she's going to be I've been doing it for 11 years. <laughs> she's like, I have 13 years. I'm a warranty professional. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am abstaining from this conversation. <laughs> Allie, we love, love you, you, Allie. We love you, Allie. She's not here, by the way, at least for the time being. Yes. Um, so we're going to start off this uh, week's episode with mm. a story that I actually have. Um, Monday this week was an interesting day. Monday. I had three F-150 customers with problems that I had to go road test with for things that aren't in my, in my department necessarily. In that situation, does it become an F-350? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's not even worth, it's not even worth a bell ring. <laughs> How fucking dare you? Bell. I'll give you a rim shot, but it's not Hashtag a ring. That's it's fine. Not, it's, not, it's not a bell ring. Once again, go back to the punching bag. I'm here for you. <laughs> we still love you, Jake. Thank you. Me too. Hey, we're just, you know, emphasizing that you need to work harder in the future. For, oh my for, God. For once, I just want you to be okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> it's my first bill. <laughs> anyway, um, so I had uh, three F 50 customers on Monday and, um, you know, three different concerns and blah, blah. Well, this first person was a vehicle that I had driven multiple times for a concern that the guy says is always there. And in all the visits that the guy has had his vehicle at the dealership, I've never, ever, ever been able to duplicate du duplicate anything. Not a hiccup, no DTCs, n no farts, no coughs, nothing. The truck runs great. So finally, the guy comes down to road test with us. Now, the kicker to this story is that this vehicle is equipped with a breathalyzer. <laughs> and interlock device. Yes, a breathalyzer interlock device. Uh, um, and normally, in my experience, when a vehicle is equipped with that, uh, you call the company and mm -hmm. they tell you how to disable it or whatever mm -hmm. code to put into it or whatever. Yep. Well, the guy straight up told us that, oh, if you just use the remote start, it, dis it bypasses the, the breathalyzer. Oh, my God. So, so wait, the customer has the keys and knows that to bypass the breathalyzer, you can use the remote start. So that's how I was operating the vehicle the whole time was with using the remote start. Wow. You know, the, yeah. the, the company never said to, to disable the thing or whatever. Right. The customer told us to use the remote start and it, and it works fine. Yeah. The vehicle never shut off. Nothing. Damn. Wow. So that was... It's like finding a glitch in a video game. That, Seriously. Was, that was upsetting thing number one from this specific <laughs> experience with this one. It's like crap. Stop this breaking the law, asshole. This guy's still drinking and driving. So so he comes down to the dealership and uh, to come road test with me because he's not furious, but he you know he, he, he there's something wrong with his vehicle. He wants to have it fixed. He I did. understand that. You know he's that's fine. So um, he comes down to the dealership and we go out for a road test and um, I ask him like, oh, do you want to, you know, normally I drive, but it seems like I've in all the times that your vehicle's been mm -hmm. here, I've never been able to duplicate the concern. Well, no, no, I'll drive. It's fine. Okay. So I, I and again, I never let customers drive. I was me. Say, is this the one where you almost died yes. again? Again, I never let customers <laughs> drive me specifically for this reason. I fear for my life. So I get into the truck and I get in the passenger seat with my seat cover and my floor mat and we're driving down the road. You guys are still using those, the seat covers? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh hell yeah. 
um, a, a seat condom and a floor mat goes on every single time I get in a car, no matter what. The <laughs> customer can say, oh, no, it's okay. This is a work truck. I don't care. I don't know what's on your seat or what's on my back. Fair enough. We'll just be clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. Hashtag <laughs> um, So anyway, uh, so uh, get in the vehicle and already off to a rocky start because the guy's like, really jittery with like gas and brake and just like doesn't seem like he knows where he's going i'm like well you know t drive me to an area where we can duplicate this concern mm -hmm. so i'm driving uh, or i'm in the passenger seat with with the, with the customer and all of a sudden from the back seat i hear noises and it's his two daughters in the back seat oh, oh holy shit fine. so the guy's breathing into the breathalyzer thing this whole time because apparently he knows that he has to use it when he drives right at least when the car started and the seatbelt <laughs> chime is going off because he's not wearing a seatbelt mm. and he's in fuzzy uh, uh uh basketball shorts essentially with uggs on which <laughs> looks very funny to me but you know he's he's doing his thing sounds like yeah. a, don't yuck his yum sounds so, like a real chat so we're driving down the road and we get up to a stop sign and i said so you know again tell me like what's going on how well you know you'll see as soon as you start going you know uh it'll start bucking and jerking so uh, okay fine we're waiting for the light to turn green so we can make our left so we go ahead the light turns green he chirps the rear tires because he stabs on it so hard he, oh oh sorry shoot oh sorry I, what do you mean? Oh shoot! Oh sorry! You're you're driving the vehicle. Like, <laughs> do you not know how to drive your own car? So he trips tires and like has to get into it and off of it again. You know, backpedal out of the thing just to make the the left hand turn. So as we start heading down straight down the road, he's in and out of the gas pedal like <clears throat> how I describe customers drive. He is actually doing that full throttle off the throttle, full mm -hmm. throttle off the throttle, full throttle off the throttle. I said. I mean, is, is this how you normally drive? No, no, I'm just like trying to duplicate the concern. Well, if, if this is how you normally drive, that's the problem. He's like, well, you know, I, I drive like that because I feel like, you know, it gets better performance. What? Sir, what are you talking about? Jesus. And th so the whole time I'm grabbing the oh shit handlebar yeah. and like trying to not like make it look like I'm very uncomfortable, right. but he's driving in two lanes. Jesus. And he doesn't have a seatbelt on. And he's constantly on and off the brake and like jittering with the steering wheel. And uh, I mean, it was almost to the point where, sir, are you drunk right now? If, if he had gone any further in that fashion before I had kind of told him like, well, listen, you got to drive the vehicle like a normal person. And that's almost in those words. <laughs> I was going to tell him, sir, please pull over and let me drive us back to the dealership because I don't, I don't feel safe driving with you. So the biggest kicker to that whole story was besides the fact that he knew about <laughs> to get around the immobilizer and uh, uh, the children in the car crazy way that he drove. So his the children in the car were his young daughters mm -hmm. and they were maybe uh, late teens, early 20s. Mm -hmm. Well, um, it <laughs> Eric, you can remember the story. So uh, I released the vehicle and, you know, talk to the customer and say, hey, listen, you know, you I think it's just the way that you're operating the vehicle mm -hmm. while you're having these issues. Because when I drive it, it drives fine. And I say that all the time. But again, it's true. You know, these people drive mm -hmm. with two feet yep. or doing too many, you know, inputs to the computer, all that kind of stuff. It, it's not, you know, they're doing something wrong, bottom line. So I'm driving a vehicle with Eric um, and we're listening for a noise concern or something like that. What was that? What was that for? It was a noise concern or something like that. And we're driving through the, mm -hmm. through the back end of the service drive and the two daughters are out of the vehicle and oh that's right they were next to the jeep yeah and they you know they see eric and i driving through this vehicle and all of a sudden they like like both of them like 
strike poses like Madonna does or whatever. She I, practically I, flashed him her tits. Yeah, I don't I don't know exactly how to describe it, but I was very like, pretty. Very pretty, the, I will say. The, Even for me. Like, the the two that were the daughters. In, the two that were in the back of the, the truck. Yeah. That were in the back of the truck. They're oh. now out in the parking lot waiting gotcha. next to another vehicle. And I was like, oh, Eric, check that out. Like, uh, that's all for you. Like, making a joke or whatever. He's like, oh, no, that's all for you. And I was like, why is she standing like that? Like, what, what's going on? Look Hello. at me, Mike. Yes. So yeah. as we start to inch closer, they both turn around and legit like flash me the smile and the look i'm like yeah. oh my god dude it, your dad is like right over there i can like jenny please, and i like a booby too please not do that <laughs> made me feel and he didn't awkward. enjoy any part of it whatsoever it made me feel very awkward yeah the fuck it did <laughs> the fuck it did but the bottom line of that story is that that guy was intentionally misusing <clears throat> his vehicle yeah of course and i tried to explain to him again or maybe you know, it was unintentional because that's just the way he drives well you can't drive a vehicle like that. Common that's sense right. isn't common. No, absolutely. Yeah. That's not news. <laughs> that's not warranty. Yeah, no shit. It, right, Allie? You would be so proud of us. She that's would be not proud. warranty. <laughs> it is. It's amazing how many people are like that, though. They're like, well, this is how I always drive the car, and that's why I have problems. Well, well you're stop. Fucked up. Stop driving the vehicle like that. <laughs> that's the problem. Ain't got a stupid driver. <laughs> Ain't got no gas. Ain't got no gas. That's the reason why I don't ever let customers drive for me is mm -hmm. because I don't I don't trust those people. I've yep. seen enough of them over the years that I've been doing this to know that not everybody drives like me. And it's not that I'm such a great driver. It's just that I know the laws of the road and how to operate a motor vehicle safely. Most of the general population does not. Yeah, you're not going to kill yourself. Yeah. I, well, I had a friend. This, I'm in danger. I'm in danger. <laughs> I had a friend this week. He texted me. Um, I love you. You know who you are. I'm not going to name you, though. Um, he texts me. He's like, so when I fill up, it leaks fuel. I'm like, what do you mean it leaks fuel? He's like, yeah, when I'm filling up for, with gas, it leaks out. Well, that usually doesn't happen unless there's a problem or if you're topping it off after it already stops like he's a like, son of a bitch he's like oh no yeah i top it off every time mm -hmm. like, stop doing that you it says specifically on the pump do not top stop. off your, your charcoal canister will thank you thank you and that's what i told him i said you know what i said stop doing that literally lol um <laughs> because you're going to damage some evap components yep and he's like oh Okay. I can knock it. I love you, babe. And I mean, uh, there's literally the sign on the pump that says yeah, do, not do not top, top off. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Well, that's, you know, my 73 when I finally get it back. doesn't have an working. ES system on it. Well, no, not that. Well, but you can just watch it come up the neck. The you're right. You can watch it come up the neck, but a couple of times it's like because it doesn't click the same way. You got to hold the neck back so it'll yeah. go because it doesn't click. Oh, it's just like with yeah, the you pull it back. Yeah, it's like, a, you know, a fucking pint of fuel drops on the floor. I'm like. Uh, oopsie doodles. <laughs> but uh, on the whole breathalyzer thing, those are probably, and I'm being severely facetious here, are probably some of my favorite customers because, you know, they come in and they want you to wait on them hand and foot. And they're like, you know, the, the fact that anytime that we have them, I, and I'll use this one specific customer that we see all the time. And for whatever reason, 
whatever she did, whether it be injure somebody or cause a lot of damage, she's got that interlock device on her car for four years. Or even Jesus. if she gets yeah, or even if she gets out of that vehicle, it then gets transferred to the new one. But it's a four-year agreement per her court. Wow. That is uh, an insane. That's that's long. So when she comes in, she always brings a baggie of fresh mouthpieces, and she's like, "Oh, you guys can just blow into it." And it's like, "The fuck, we can. We're not doing that shit." And we call the company, and every single time we tell her that, but she always brings a bag because it's we're inconveniencing her because she decided to drive under the influence. So that's a, so, and you know, it, it's not to you know be that person or point fingers or um, what's that? What's the term when cops? pull you over because they probable uh, cause uh no uh profiling. Profiling. Uh, profiling i don't mean to profile a person but when you see these people who do drink and drive it's generally that build that <laughs> yes that whole facade that they carry themselves with right she's disheveled she's mm -hmm. always in pjs the car is disgusting it doesn't look like she's brushed her teeth Bags in a year and a half eyes, Bags overweight under her. just in the yes tummy. and you know and she's wearing the least amount of clothing possible minus the you know uh pj pants but the top and it's way too much skin and it's like these are the the type of people that do this you type of crap yourself out like you gotta right and clean your game up and with and the kicker with this is like how you and Eric both said, you can call these companies and they'll, you know, okay, you need to open this up and you need to connect this to that and you need to alligator clip it to here and it'll kill it off. And then before you redo it, you have to call us, do everything in reverse and everything's good to go and it won't yep. be a problem. And if you tell the customer of how you did this, we, we will, will fucking sue the shit out of you. Yes, yes, we will find you. So with this girl on top of that, besides it being a four year sentence that she has to do this, when I called that company, they go, oh, no, no, no. This is a special case. We will not tell you how to disengage this. Wow. I'm like, why? And they're all like, it's a special case. We can't go into it, but we will not tell you how to disengage this specific system. Wow. That's um, crazy. So I, I she must have really fucked up. Well, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, this chick must have like barreled over people or something like borderline almost fucking killed people yeah. at this point. But they're like, that we, crazy. they're like, the agreement is the system can never be shut down no matter what repairs are going on. So, so I, you have to blow in there. Well, we don't. We, I, I do not care if we inconvenience her. It's basically like, uh-uh, sorry, sweetheart, we're all busy. You hang out here, and she's like, I want to go to Starbucks. We don't care. We're not going to blow into None it for my you. technicians are responsible to and do that's that. And that's exactly yeah. it. My technicians are busy, so you are going to hang out here. Make sure you stay close, because when it's running, you're going to blow into it every time it yells at you. Wow. It's unhygienic, first of all. It's and anyways, I I don't know what it is about me, but I feel dirty with that. It's like I I didn't do this, my text didn't do this. None of us put you into the situation. So if you're gonna bring it to us, hang around. You gotta blow into it. You did this. <clears throat> so there's that. And then on the other side with other breathalyzer, <clears throat> when I had the first, at least me personally, when I had a different customer that came in with one of those interlock devices, they're not exactly the easiest to shut off. Some of the no. steps. You have to go under the dash. You've got to unplug a wire. You've got to undo yeah. this wire. Then you have to connect it to this one. And then you have to, yeah. I charge the customer. I've had for to do that. it before. Eric, you're not allowed to uh, release the trade secrets. <laughs> yeah, we, okay. We legally can't. Guess who's here? <laughs> <gasps> oh, what? No do we have a surprise way. guest? We have a surprise oh, guest. How exciting. This is really exciting. I can't wait to see who it's going to be. I know. Who's it going to be? What? what are you thinking, Eric? What? I don't know. I don't know. 
It seems like it's taking a long time. I know. What is happening? Well, we'll, we'll keep the rig rolling. Yes. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> I have a story about the other um, F-150, one of the other F-150 customers mm-hmm. that I had. And um, get called up to the service drive. Hey, um, customers complaining about uh, dog tracking is what the service advisor says to me on an F-150. I said, Dog tracking on an F-150 is pretty strange because it's a leaf spring suspension, and normally those things don't dog track. So what's the customer actually complaining about? Well, these are the words that the customer uses. So, okay, fine. For those of you who don't know what dog tracking is, it's when, the rear, it's when the rear end of the vehicle uh, is slightly off-center from the front end of the vehicle. And so when you're driving down the road, it looks like the ass is going sideways hey, while the front it's is Alaire going Paul. forward. Hi, Allie. Alaire Paul is here, hey, everybody. Allie. Allie. Our favorite warranty wizard. Hi, baby. Hi. I missed Sorry, I'm you. Late. I have to take care of my dog. That's okay. You're here now. That's you what's important. Take care of her you're podcast. You're going to have to share Gucci's. microphones in, until the break. I'm sorry. Okay. You can share with me. Hold on. Let me get you some ears set up real quick. Uh, this is uh, in studio live. Uh, Hi, everybody. Live Hi. things happening. Yeah. 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 Okay. Enough of that. <laughs> um, Be glad it's not the other thing. So I get oh, called yeah. to the service drive to go road test the customer. Where, and, where are we? Because I was outside. Oh, oh um, he's talking about another F-150 story. Oh, okay. Wait, did you want to finish your story? Were you, were you in the middle of a story? I no, that literally, literally just learning how involved that can be with just disengaging those. So let me catch you up to speed. Got called up to the service drive to go for a road test with a customer that was complaining about a dr- dog tracking feeling in an F-150. So like crabbing down the down the road, like when the the like the the back end of the vehicle swings out to one side and oh okay straight. Yeah, yeah yeah like it's like it's not tracking properly. So I I try to explain to the customer on the service drive like hey you know this is a leaf spring suspension it like that doesn't really happen unless this was an accident or something like that. Mm-hmm. He says oh no no it's fine like but like let me just take you out for a road test to show you what's going on and he's complaining about like it's bouncy in the rear and he wants to have the, the uh, shocks and struts replaced or whatever, because um, he's getting out of warranty soon. And he just wants to make sure that the vehicle is proper. Sure. We'll do that just for the hell of it. Right? Yeah. Allie? So we so, can just replace parts just yeah, you know, like, because, yeah, you know, just throw it on there so, so it, and slap yeah. it on. No big deal. Somebody it's probably going to fail at some point. So I want to replace it now. Oh my Somebody God. light the parts Under, cannon. Under warranty. <laughs> Under warranty. Is that warranty? No warranty. So, <laughs> so, um, uh, I tell, like, I tell the customer, you. hey, we're going to go out for a road test. <laughs> hop, go ahead and hop in the passenger seat. I'm going to grab a seat code and format like I normally do. So get in the truck. And as soon as we close doors, the guy says, oh, hey, by the way, I love your podcast. <laughs> no <laughs> shit. Yes. So yes. all of a sudden I'm like taken aback. Like, and turn bright red. In my I would have. Yeah, yeah, totally heart, your heart starts yeah, beating I'm real like, fast. Um, what do you I've mean? I've been He's recognized like, one time, and <laughs> I I got really embarrassed. <laughs> oh, so, is that when I recognized but, you? No, besides you, besides you, we were both so nervous. So, uh, so it turns out. I mean, like you know, we get recognized uh, on occasion, but. Certainly, we don't want to be recognized it's by rare, customers. Yeah, right. customers. Like, yeah. Well, it turns out that this guy isn't your average customer. Mm. Oh, okay. This this guy Brian is a um, a former employee of a guy named Ernie who owns a business in our area, mm. and um, 
uh, Ernie and Brian both love our podcast. Oh. And Hi, Ernie so, and Brian. Hi, Ernie and Brian. What's so up, guys? Brian had gone down to Ernie to go ask him about the you know problems with his vehicle. And I guess they had decided, oh, go take it down to Mike and have him take a look at it. Nice. So I, I had no idea, like, you know, it wasn't like set up for me or anything like that. But, you know, he, he comes down here and I just think it's, you know, a normal customer and I treat everybody the same. And I get in the car and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I love your podcast. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I've been made. <laughs> delete my browser history. Yeah. Where you like, don't tell anybody. But uh, it was really good. We went out for a road test. Uh, nice. He's a, he's a real cool guy. Was it dark tracking? Uh, no. Um, it turns out that I believe that his he had uh, suspension issues, but most of what I felt on that during that road test was normal. The other kicker to that thing is that he just recently bought the truck, um, and it's also from Alaska. Oh. Oh, and that's going to be fun. So a Raptor from Alaska is going to be used. <laughs> Chasing after caribou. Yeah. Uh, what is with you and caribou? You and caribou. That's the first thing that comes up to mind when I think of an animal in Why? Canada. Because they're reindeer. Okay. I don't know. They're cute. Well, Wait, all, did he already also, make a caribou reference? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. also, me, when me and Ali watch like those nature shows or, you know, the bush people or in Alaska or, you know, deep in the ice, they're always raising caribou or they hunt a fucking caribou or whatever. It's always caribou. Dr. Oakley. Yeah. Lots of caribou. Yukon vet. She does a lot of caribou work. You need a beverage, Ellie. I do need a beverage. Okay. Vamp. Go get vamp. your vamp. Vamp, vamp, vamp. Um, so, yeah, that was... Uh, I just wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Ernie and Brian. Ernie Brian. Hi, Ernie and Brian. I'm trying to get Ernie on the show because he has... He's been doing this job Both for a long peasants. time. He's an old hot rodder. And um, he's nice. got tons of stories oh, from the hot rodding days. So cute. And also, he runs his own business uh, doing auto repair stuff. Nice. So, and, you know, high-performance cars. So, I would love to get him on the show. Ernie, this is a call-out to you. I was just going to say call-out. Please, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> come on the show. I'll make it easy for you. Come by. Let me bring a dictaphone. We'll get some stories from you or whatever. A I'll... dictaphone? Yeah, you know what that is? I want one. It's an audio recording device. Oh, dictaphone. Never no. mind. I was thinking you oh, put your... No, no, no. To the... No, it's not anything <laughs> It like sounds that. like this. Jeez. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Oh, we're going to get you on the podcast one way or another. Yep, we're okay. talking I about promise. a dictaphone. Oh. So, uh, in other uh, car conversation news... Annoyances? Annoyances. I'm extremely annoyed. Yeah, about what, Eric? About uh, what? Let me tell you guys. It's stupid. It really is stupid. And and is it annoying, like when somebody leaves a full bottle of dip spit in their car that you have to work on? Oh, that was disgusting. Uh, I got a super duty this week, Corbin. You know what? You do whatever you want to do. I don't give a fuck. Oh, Allie's oh. cracking it. Ding ding. Sell the bell. Sell the bell. Did I get you? Oh, you did. You got on my face a little <laughs> you bit. You squirted all over Eric. Yeah. That's, that's really not your vibe. It's not, but you're the first girl to do well, so. It's wet delicious. Whoa. <laughs> um, uh, you know, do whatever you do in your mm. personal time. I don't give a fuck, but have some consideration, especially yeah. for the people that work on your vehicle. Don't leave a fucking full bottle of chew in your cup holder next to where I'm going to be sitting. Mm -hmm. Have some consideration. Throw it away. Can yeah, I interject disgusting. just yes. very quickly before yes, you start absolutely. your story? So talking about leaving things in your car that you probably shouldn't be leaving in your car. Use condoms. I was talking to <laughs> my friend April. Why is it Don't sticky? Do Don't do that either. 
I was talking to my friend April about that. Yes, yes, yes. That you found. And she's like, oh, well, one day I was working on a Sunday or a Saturday and we used to do like um, oil changes basically on Saturday. Thank God we don't anymore. And um, yeah, we don't do it anymore. But uh, she's like, yeah, this customer came in and they had to call them back to pick up their chickens. Yeah. Excuse me? Somebody left live chickens. Chickens. Loose chickens. In the back seat of like a Jetta. What? Just chill. Just like I don't know if they were chickens, pet chickens just hanging out. And Apparently, this was years ago. I was super pissed at her that she didn't like tell me about this chicken <laughs> Why story. Why call me down? I have a podcast. Like what Hello? the fuck? Chickens. Loose chickens. And the Loose text like chickens. I can't. I hate to know what tight chickens look I like. Can't. Oh my god. <laughs> That's just foul. I'll show you. Later. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. That was good. Well done, Jakey. Well done. Have a drinking so problem. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Honestly, I would kind of be excited if somebody showed up and I'm like, holy shit, there's chickens. Like, also, yeah, I'd want to play with the chickens. Chickens what, are cool. What circumstance the were there spend. like, I really have to go get my car's oil changed, but I, 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 I have to do something like it doesn't chicken. cross your mind. I have, like, to, I have to bring Henrietta and all of her friends. Seriously. This is Southern California. Like I realize that some of you all out there listening right now may have other livestock chicken experiences. <laughs> What's that TikTok we watched with, with Hennifer and oh, yeah. <laughs> Allie. She's a ratchet bitch. <laughs> Allie showed me that. Oh my God. It's so funny. One. No, but it, it's, it really is stupid. But I, I don't, and you know, I love my coworkers. I do. But when you walk by my bay and I'm working on something and it's every fucking time, oh, what's wrong with this one? Oh, it's like we're at a barbecue holding <laughs> like, a beer and you're like all standing around the hood of the car, like acting like you're doing something. Is so, that what you're something talking about? like that. But no, it's that hey, specifically. You, you, need, you need to flip the burger. It's oh. that specific thing. Like, what's wrong with this one? Like every time, like I don't know why that sausage it, is upside down. It bugs the fuck what out of me. What do you mean the me? fucking sausage upside down? You fucking cunt. What is that from? It's a TikTok. <laughs> oh shit! You gotta find the that guy. It's a Scottish this. guy. It's like, hey man, your sausage is upside down. He's like, what do you fucking mean the sausage is upside down? You can't cook a sausage upside down, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've done that, it's probably gonna show up <laughs> yeah, on my I FYP. <laughs> Just FYI. Oh my god. But I don't know why it, it bugs the fuck out of me. What about you, Mikey? What's wrong with this one? Every time you walk by. Mm. I do that. Mm. I do that. Problem when I'm you t- have. <laughs> I'm that asshole. But I don't, I generally don't know what's going on. So. I, I particularly love taking guesses and wild cracks at whatever's wrong with it. Even if it's wrong. Well, no, that's fine. But I'm talking about specifically walking up and saying, what's wrong with this one? I don't know why that statement just, it's a fucking like a, trigger for me. Like a tall person. How's the weather? I, I, I ask you that all the time. Are you telling me that you don't like me? Uh, You've like never it? once asked me what's wrong with this one. Is it that specific? It's that phrase? specific phrase that triggers me. Oh, I don't know why. That specific phrase. Oh, okay. I don't know why. It just bugs the fuck so out. So if of I me. came up to you and I was like, "Hey, Eric, what are you working on?" I mean, that'd be fine with that, actually. Interesting. Yeah, that what didn't invoke any emotion whatsoever when you said that. I was just like, "Oh, she's interested in what I'm working on." So what do you find on this one, hey, Eric? What's wrong with it? That, that really that was borderline oh, right there. Man. Is it because it was a man? No, not at all. I'm just because what he said didn't do anything. 
Because what he said didn't do anything. Yeah. What hey, do you find hey, on this hey, one? What's wrong with this What's one? going on with this one? Uh, well. Eric, what's going on? Oh, let me tell you what's going on. Oh, wait. I didn't get to tell my annoyance. Tell your annoyance. We still have time. We, we have time. We, we have got time. time. Did you tell your annoyance? You didn't. Oh, I don't have annoyance. That is horseshit. Nothing annoys me at that all. That is horseshit. I'm, I'm you okay lying bitch. <laughs> it's, it's walking around with... Never mind. Um, <laughs> Jakey. <laughs> Jakey. So, personally speaking, one of the ones that gets me the most, and this happened to me, was it Monday or Tuesday where I passed out super early because I was just not having it, Allie? Tuesday. It's Tuesday. No, oh, he told me that story. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Poor baby. Usually when it comes to customers and why I'm good at what I do is I'm able to tune out that really good. Like, you know, when people punching back me, it's fun and games. It's like, I've got thick skin. I'm used to it. It's no big deal. You can't take shit seriously. Like, what do you mean specifically? <clears throat> what do you mean? Like, what is, what bothers you about? Oh, what, uh, like, what do you mean? Like, what instance? I'm getting to it. Oh, well, f- hurry the fuck up. <laughs> he hasn't come yet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Junior. Edging. Um, I'm going to come. I'm going to come. So it's a damn sound bite. Come on. Yeah. So come. Basically, <laughs> I'm, I take pride in that where I don't let, you know, either shitty customers or somebody who's in a bad mood get under my skin. But for whatever reason, on Tuesday, my annoyance mainly is when you've got a customer for no rhyme or reason. Specifically, it can be any car make. You've always got those people who are going to come in hot because something's wrong with their car. <coughs> Phrasing. Yeah, either way. Well, come in hot. Okay, fair enough. They're always going to show up and they're going to unload everything because their car sucks. It's your fault. You made this car, so it's your fault. It does this because yeah, it's you, your fault. You personally you, <laughs> assembled this vehicle. Right. It's your job to contact Mazda Corporation and change this because I'm this one angry customer and I know there are a thousand of others. And it's like so many no's in that situation. So on Tuesday, I usually show up first. It's just even though we live super close to the dealership. We like to show up. I'm usually there first. I could, you know, go through the appointments. Me and Mike were talking about, I have a cigarette, I have a cup of coffee. It's quiet. I can get myself mentally prepared for the inevitable bullshit that is going to come being at a dealership. Right. So the way that it works at our dealership is we take turns back and forth. Just, it makes it easy. You know, my partner, Joe goes, I go back and forth, back and forth through the whole day, writing tickets. Everything's 50, 50, real easy. So... Even with that back and forth, I had four back-to-back dick bags. Just immediately... <laughs> bag of dicks. Bag of dicks. And it was... A satchel of Richards. Yes. There you go. A satchel of Richards. <laughs> Good job, Mike. And it, it was the same thing. It's like, my car does this, and it's been since day one, and it's your fault, and you need to call Mazda, and it's just yelling and constant and, you know... You you have no idea what you're doing, and if you guys would just try a little bit harder, and this, that, and the other thing. And it it defeated me. That day, it, I was shot. I didn't sell anything. I wasn't in my own mindset. And it pisses me off, because I get to that point. But 
And you get upset that you let yourself that those right. people get that, upset that those people get you into right. that mentality because with me that doesn't happen. So when it does, I'm it, it really really eats at me. And sometimes it may be good, mm-hmm. sometimes it may be shit. <laughs> so then we're all entitled totally to that. Though, you know, we all right. reach our limits, right? And and, fuck, the, man. and that's exactly it. And that's where that you know give and take that ebb and flow gets from. It's like I get it. These people are pissed. Whatever the fact, I know it's not personal. But that was one of those times where it got me. I, I literally got off work in my work clothes, passed the fuck out. Allie woke me up at like a quarter to quarter till 11. And she's like, it's time to go to bed. I'm like, OK, like, take your work clothes off. it's 11. time to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. She's like, take off your clothes, crawl into bed. I'm like, OK. She was said that, that to me too the other night. Oh my I god, I was gonna go there. <laughs> okay, we're I'm gonna not go to break. I'm still waiting for Mike and Jake to tell me that. <laughs> we're going to break. Oh, Eric, we have to thank our sponsors. We're gonna thank our sponsors. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> um, thank you to Ray Moon yep. and Travis Ferris yes. and Nick Lowridge yes. and Norman Glazier. Yes. Dale Follett. Yes, Dale Follett. And Kirk Kirk Jean Luc, Tyler Kotlerick, yes. Hi Amy, all of our Hi Amy, Hi Hi, what? Aaron, Aaron Harlow. Oh yes. A Aaron. Are we just saying what's Steve Rigby. Come on. Steve Rigby. And Will, Mr. Will. Will Thompson. Will. This was. This is running long. We don't have enough time to listen. That's what she said. We can name all of you. And you, love you all. Thanks for listening. And we're going to thank you after these brief messages. Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing. Oh, this? It's just a delicious El Snor burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouth-watering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac. Yum. Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on Facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. (laughs) I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. (laughs) Welcome Welcome back, back. bitches. (laughs) Yeah, it sucks when you try and get something going and somebody steps in, doesn't it? I quit. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's my thing every episode (laughs) so far. I quit. I was going to say, welcome back, bitches. (laughs) And Jake Jake didn't even do it with, like, gusto. Welcome back, bitches. Okay, now you do it, Eric. Welcome back, bitches. Okay, now you do it. Welcome back to Customer State's podcast. Oh, fuck you. Can't you have fun just once? No. Mm-mm. Okay, asshole. guys. Nope. Welcome back. We thank all of our sponsors. We love you so, so much. It means the world to us that you sponsor us. It's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? I yes, am. You I missed, so, the, oh, you missed guys, the first half. You may not know who I am. You might just be tuning in right now. I am the female voice on this podcast. Are you? I am. I'm the 
Yeah, I'm the female voice on this podcast. Fuck. I am. <clears throat> Sorry, we'll go with She's this. The anatomically there you correct. Go. I was female. gonna say you, you beat me to it. I was gonna say I'm the true female, and I was like, that's not right. No. You don't say that. That's not cool. That bitch. You're you're a hundred percent that Eric, bitch. I gave Eric some salt that said down. that for a I know it is. Oh. Is that a sign of distress? <laughs> he said he it's upside down. Yes, Mike, it is. Ready? Yes. Break. Aim. Crack Wait, em. let's see if we can do this again. Wait. Ah! Oh! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Oh my God, that was fucking awesome. I love you, Eric. You're I the best. I love you, too. Cheers, bitch. Cheers. 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 Where's your... I'm sharing with Jake because I chugged my last one. Oh, okay. Well, that's re- being responsible. Jeez. You know, I don't want to get too much of a buzz she's a ti- on. She's a, oh. she's a tiny human. I love a good buzz. I actually love human. the new buzz that is coming out Tell right us now. All the oh. buzz, this is a huge thing this week. With vo- I got like it's a lot of buzz. 15 emails about the ID4 buzz coming out. It's, so it's Wednesday, my dudes. It it's third. Okay, okay, thank you, Jesus you feel Christ. Better now? I do. I miss it, but okay. It's a meme thing. An Whatever. Old meme. Some of you know yeah. it. Exactly. It's Wednesday, my dudes. Ha! Okay. Oh, yeah. So for the five listeners that know what that is, oh, try again. <laughs> Excuse me. So the bless you. Thank you. Um, so there it Volkswagen is releasing the ID4 buzz. So there's already the ID4 um electric SUV. And so now in Europe they're releasing the ID4 Buzz, which is supposed to be like the Wagoneer, not Wagoneer. Oh fuck, what was it called? It's like the, the Volkswagen, Volkswagen bus. bus. Yeah, it's just a Volkswagen bus. Yeah, but there's a name to that that I can't remember. The Westfalia? Really, no, it's not. The, the Westfalia is like the 80s. It's still a bus. Yeah, it's meant to be modeled after that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In a van down by yeah. the river. I would love to be in this van down by the river. It's so sleek. It's like a space age it's sexy. Volkswagen bus. I, I hate how much I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's I showed it to the fuck. Mazda guys, and it's, they were like, oh, "It's pretty bitching." It. I'm not gonna lie; I really like it. Yeah, and me so too. All the seats like turn around, and well, we think we're well, not, we're not sure yet. Oh, okay. Well, so <laughs> captain's chairs, the captain's chairs. So I know in Europe they're gonna do a three yep. row. Yep. So it's gonna be a two 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 row situation. So I don't know if they're because it sounded like in the American market they're gonna have to the two captain's chairs. And then two bench seats mm. in oh, the in the back. back bench seats. But I'm not sure. Those well, are good for. I mean, that's things. how most like seven seaters. I can't imagine what or eight seaters are. Wait, six? Yeah, seven, eight. So it'll be like two front captain's chairs and then the two, two bench, bench seats. seats in the back. That's is, normal. Is it going to be the same size dimensions as like the original bus? It's like a pretty, small vehicle. It's pretty damn close. What was the the Euro van or whatever they came out with? Uh, oh, that's right. If it's like it's yeah. like a transit van. No, 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 no. No, no I'm no, I'm talking size wise. What was what was the thing that they came out with after the the bus? They had this uh, another like bus type. Yeah, they had the Euro van. So you're talking about like the 80s and 90s version. Version. Yeah. It was the Eurovan, was and then they had the, the sorry, they had the ah! like. <laughs> so what? You pierced the toast. <laughs> I pierced the toast. <laughs> um, and so. I have no the, idea what that means. <laughs> the the Westphalia 
was like, we have to watch that. You haven't seen it yet. The birdcage. So the Westphalia was like the RV version of the Eurovan, where the Eurovan was more of like a passenger type of situation. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's people out there who are like yelling at their phones right now. Like, no, that's not exactly right. Shut up, stupid woman. You don't know what you're talking about. Please, um, at us on Instagram, (laughs) Facebook, all of that good stuff. But the ID4 is really cool. Jake and I got to sit in the concept Mm -hmm. version, what, 2018? 17. 17. 17 at the LA Auto Show. Yep. And so I guess they had it the year before as well because I was talking to Derek about it. And Derek had said that that year it was on the turntable. Correct. So the year that we went, we actually got to go inside and it had this really cool, like, um, maglev maglev pad that had like a, a Buddha, a Buddha on it. And it just on the dash, it just sits there and spins freely. It was really cool. And then, um, the, the steering wheel was like a yoke for, um, a plane. Yeah. She's not yoking. Oh it's, no it's no yoke. It's no yoke. Sound the bell. Sound the bell. <laughs> Give it to me. Do it. Um, and it it's just really cool. Like I love that whole vibe. That it sits it, very low to the ground, so that it looks nice that way. Where it's not like super high up. It's real sleek. It it is a very cool looking car. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see though how the pro. Because that's not supposed to come out until 2024 in the American market. So that means that whatever you're looking at is wildly uh, uh, misappropriated. It's going to end up looking like a Eurovan. Well, well, that's not necessarily true. Looking Looking at the video from what they released, those two that they showed in the video, those are how the production line is supposed to look. Do you remember the two different kinds, like the difference between the two ones? Because I don't remember. It was just two different colors. I don't think there was a difference. Oh, see, I thought that there was like different packages. They didn't mention anything about packages. They just said, this is the new ID4 buzz. Well, you should always mention about the packages. No, no. That'll come later. <laughs> I want to hear about your package. Uh, phrasing. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was super cool. That was a fun thing that came out today. Or I, I think it was Wednesday. It was yesterday. It was Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday. The day before last. It was yeah. Whatever the other day was. Yep. Yeah, whatever. I I still want Mazda to come out with the uh oh my god. Their one concept. The, oh my god. The uh the vision vision. Oh the vision. The vision coupe. The oh vision my god. Mm. Interesting. It is gorgeous. I would buy one in a heartbeat. I don't oh, care I how expensive what I was it was. Gonna say. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with all these new productions of electric vehicles because obviously everyone, I think everyone, even if you're from Canada or whatever, is paying like an arm and a leg for gas right now. Oh, yeah. So we want to make a shift towards electric vehicles. I was doing some research on that, and the palladium and the nickel all comes from like Russia and the Ukraine. Jesus Christ. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. So yeah. we'll, we'll see because hopefully this all gets sorted out quickly but i don't know man i don't know mikey you have a story i do let's hear it so uh we have an update on the expedition that was flat towed improperly the one Um, that you're trying to rip them off and so they called the bbb on it that's the that's that's the the maz division coupe that is sexy no shit if post that to the facebook page right if mazda pulled something like that out of their ass 
it'd be a game changer. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be competing with Mercedes yeah, and BMW. Well, besides the fact. Yeah. <laughs> but that's been a concept for like years. Uh, who, Come on. Who, who builds the powertrain? <laughs> if it's Toyota. Fjord. There you go. Okay, good. The Well, the idea back then was mm-hmm. that like how they're doing now, they've got Toyota and Mazda have their partnership uh, uh, production plant in Alabama or something like that. It just opened. That's where they're building all the CX-50s. They're all built in America. Oh. Sorry, assembled in America. Yeah. Well, that's built. I mean, the parts are assembled a different place all over the place. Bing, ba, bing, bing, bong. So, the update to the Flat Toe Expedition. Mm -hmm. Flat Toe. Um, We were not getting any uh, affirmative answers from either the... Better Business Bureau, the Bureau of Automotive Repair, the Ford Motor Company representatives, the guy's lawyer. So the customer <laughs> finally said, okay, just fix the truck and give me my vehicle back. Oh, my God. How much does it cost to fix that? Okay, fine. So what was that quote? 15 grand. No. Oh, you're working your way to it. Seven and a half. Oh, actually, yeah, it was about $7,000 hmm. Okay. Um, for the transmission repair. So, and that was a black box, right? You didn't rebuild it. No, no, it, it needed a complete transmission right. and a transmission fluid cooler. You can't get all the plastic pieces out of all the little orbs and stuff like that. I like it when you have contaminants like that in that system. I like that terminology, Eric. I've never black thought box. of it that way, but yeah, it's exactly what it is. Black box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's like, well, it comes, literally comes in a black in a box. box. It literally comes in a black yeah. box. Oh, interesting. I like that term. Uh, well, we also have what's called like uh, party packs um, when you're uh, assembling <laughs> transmissions. So like... Um, Fun for the whole family. If, if, <laughs> if, so like if, if a specific transmission comes in, no matter what's actually wrong with it, it's getting all these parts because these are common failure parts. And so if I'm going to overhaul a transmission, it's going to be done properly with all these new parts, no matter what. So we call that, you know, a party pack. Like for sure it's getting this stuff. Like that's the typical... Things that it's going to wearable parts or yeah. the parts that fill off. And, um, I mean, I do the same thing when I'm working on engines and I do water pumps or whatever too. Yes, I'm already there. It's going to be off. Chains, chains, guides, tensioners. tensioners. It's going to be off. I love. Oh you. my. Hashtag uh, Oh my is right. It's another four hundred dollars. Do you want to pay four hundred dollars now or do you want to pay twenty five hundred dollars later? Yeah. Yep. Pay the four hundred dollars now. It, it Save yourself a headache. Do it right now. Yes. <clears throat> so. Um, <clears throat> finished fixing the vehicle and when the vehicle first came in even though it was not really drivable Mm -hmm. we do the multi-point inspection on it and we notice that the turn signals flash fast however they're all flashing oh that means it's out of blinker fluid well we Mm -hmm. checked the blinker fluid and it was perfectly fine and it had actually the correct (laughs) summer blend in uh for the season that we're going to sweet god (laughs) what year (laughs) (laughs) um so uh the vehicle gets fixed and it turns out that the customer wants to have the, the blinking fast, you know, turn signal fixed, potentially it's under warranty. So it gets sent over to quick service department, which I know is a weird concept for some people, but we are departmentalized. (laughs) So it gets sent over to quick service. I feel attacked. And the, the technician ends up finding out that because the vehicle was set up. Can I guess? Oh, uh, it has to do with the hookups from when they're towing it. Doesn't it? There it is. Yep. Sell it. So because the vehicle was set up for flat towing and whatever shop set it up to it with the aftermarket wiring harnesses mm-hmm. and equipment to be flat towed, they just 
essentially scotch locked, which is a type of connector, which is a um, the ch- cheapest type of wiring snap. thing that you can do. I don't. Is that know. the plastic that's got the metal blade? It's it's like yeah, a butt you snap connector. it together. Yep. Yeah, it's like a butt connector splice into a wire that's like cheap and easy and you just, you know, crimp it together. It's mm-hmm. the worst thing you can do ever when you're doing wiring. And on this vehicle, the taillights are LEDs. Nice. So it's not Whole assembly. It's not going into a bulb that they're getting the signal from. It's going into a circuit. Mm-hmm. And when that circuit sees a different resistance because now it's also feeding into whatever trailer wiring thing that they spliced into, now it thinks that a bulb is bad and so it flashes fast Mm -hmm. so we also had to tell the customer that not only you know we already told you the transmission was not covered but neither is this repair yeah neither is this repair so we just recommend that you take it back to whatever shop butchered your vehicle and have have them take care of it have them take care of it for you yep Um, because you know again I, you know, it, it's not about wanting to take customers money or, or whatever, but you know, we get paid to make repairs, but if somebody did you wrong, you should go back to yeah. that person. Just like we would take care of a mistake that we made, you know? Yeah. And, and again, well, why isn't yeah. it just warranty everywhere? I don't, I don't want to, oh my God. I feel like I talk about that all the time. Should have had a V8. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I smacked my head. Don't, you, like, Eric, had a don't you roll your eyes at me? The, the, the icing <laughs> on the cake for that experience, you know, like uh, uh-huh. come to find out that, you know, not only was all the stuff not covered because of his improperly flat towing the vehicle, but also because <laughs> whoever set the vehicle up to be flat towed did it improperly mm-hmm. and induced this other problem in the vehicle. Just like a, a horrible chain of events. You've been dominoed, bitch. Yeah, I've, I feel bad, but it is what you it is. You do feel bad, but... The rules are rules. It's like cars like that. Don't dick with them. You want something done like that? Take it to a dealer. So I know. Wait, so it would have been warranty, but someone else worked on it? No. Because it. No, 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 no. The were vehicle you, was you set up for, with... for the first part. Of it? I was, <laughs> but was, like you said, so it could have potentially vehicle, been she, warranty. She was here in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> no, the vehicle was set up to be towed behind an RV. And when you tow a vehicle behind the RV, you have to have special hookups and connectors and whatnot so that when, so that the lights on the vehicle you're towing behind it function with the lights on the RV. Okay. When you break the RV, the brake lights on the truck illuminate. I understand. Right. Okay. So the okay. wiring that they set up for the vehicle that was being towed behind the wire, the RV that was up. set up incorrectly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for explaining that because yes. I feel like it wasn't complete. Like, Sorry. No, that's fine. You I'm guys, sure there's I'm other a, people out there who don't understand. I'm a this medium well. car person. Yeah, that's okay. fired. yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I I went way too fast over that. And normally how Jake, how, thanks for making me feel so good about it. How wait, what did shop, I do? How, how this shop set the wiring up for this trailer tow package would have been fine for a vehicle that was equipped with non-LED taillights. Right. However, this specific vehicle is equipped with LED taillights. And it's a module that controls these things. It's not you know, a, a standard device. So it actually needs to see these specific signals and stuff. So right. uh, that, that was a, a very crazy uh, event that happened. Yeah. Very nice. Well, were you efficient during that repair? Uh, that repair? No, not specifically. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm proud of you worse. for admitting that. Well, no, the problem was, was that I quoted the job <clears throat> for a certain amount of hours. However, um, how many hours was it? Uh, I had quoted the job for 11 hours. Which For, is, I'm sorry, 11? 11 okay. hours to diagnose the vehicle, 
um, inspect the condition of the uh, the transmission fluid pan, and then replace the, trans, replace replace the transmission the cooler, and the cooler and like wash the lines. Stuff. So, uh, your but, guys' trucks have an oil cooler and a trans cooler. Some of them. So, so it turned out that I had to talk to the customer, mm-hmm. the uh, general manager of the dealership, the general manager, uh, general manager of the dealership with the customer. The Bureau out of uh, Automotive Repair guy is the eel not is the eel not the GM for you guys? Is there somebody different? Uh, no. There's somebody different. Oh, there and, is somebody different. Yeah, okay. And then um, so I had to talk to like all these different people, including like um, <clears throat> some uh, legal field service engineer that came out mm. and wanted to inspect the transmission with me. So I had to then get it uh, the transmission out of storage, take it onto the bench, start tearing it apart for him in front of him, which I had no problem with. I, I wasn't trying to hide anything. Right. But had I known that that they wanted this done, I would have had it all apart beforehand. Right. So we didn't have to sit, you know, spend all this time together. Right. So, I mean, it, it, it turned into this huge whole fiasco and I, and you know, that I was in the middle of repairing the vehicle and the, the service advisor says, stop repairing the vehicle. So I have to put everything, you know, back together so I can get it off the rack, push it out of the rack, push it back on. So, I mean, you know, there's like hours and hours yep. that I've lost in the, in the initial labor time that I quoted for this vehicle. Um, so it just, it's wasted time. Yeah. It, you know, it's a terrible situation and it doesn't happen all the time, but you know, when a customer gets, uh, fed misinformation or bad information and decides to go down this path from whoever told them to do that, it's, it's unfortunate. And well, everybody on the forum says that this is a problem. Well, Oh Oh my God. Off of the fucking interwebs. It prolonged prolonged his experience at the dealership. Uh, We would have been able to get that job done much faster if he would have just trusted the professional advice that he trust in the process for, you know, know, that reminds me of what Alex told me about today about, well, I read it on the forum. There, there was a video that popped up, either Facebook, TikTok, whatever it was, and it was a guy that was, he's a mechanic, and he goes, about all you keyboard warriors who go on, and the forums, and well, these people say this, and these people say that, so it must be true, he's like, let me show you something, and he's like, I'm just going to pick a random topic, he goes, let's do coffee, he's like, I bet if I search this right now, I can find that coffee causes blindness, sure enough, shows, types it in, coffee causes blindness, and he's like, now watch what I do. Is coffee good for your eyesight? And sure as shit, coffee is the answer for fucking better eyes. And he's like, this is our point. When we come in and we tell you, ignore the forums and what you read, yes. you can literally find anything you I want, mean, I'm sure which whatever side besides the point. But you can type in literally anything now for either side of the coin that you're on, whether a problem or something that is good with whatever you're looking at, you will find both. Yeah. Always. Always, yep. always, always. Yep. I can't believe everything you read on the internet. Yeah. Mm. I want to, but I don't. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you take this multivitamin, you can fly. <laughs> we have a customer in right now that's had two, so far, one warranty windshield replacement. Oh, my God. This bitch is fucking nuts. Yeah, she's had one warranty windshield replacement. She gets <laughs> chips and pits in her windshield. My windshield should probably my- stop driving through dirt fields Do or not- stop tailgating yeah, stop truck. tailgating trucks. trucks. Yeah. I yeah. I feel that this windshield pits too easily, so it must be a manufacturer Get the defect. Fuck out so of here. and I read me. online that multiple people are having this problem. And 
that's basically how I ended the conversation with like, my service manager because I was like, well, so what's the warranty defect here? Like, I don't understand. Like, what right. is she saying is the defect? Because I guess now we're going, we it did one warranty, one goodwill, and now she's back again. Yeah. The, the design of the windshield. This is, she's looking yeah, for she's a She's saying that the windshield. material no. of the windshield is yourself. too weak. Today, should I tell this story? How, yeah, of course. How, how many okay. other cars do you have that have had that problem? <laughs> but on the forum... What she everybody says whatever. How many other cars of that particular model and, have you had that problem? And Mazda, bless their heart. I've be- never heard of this before. No. And I do a lot of warranties, so I'm that's, just saying. And, and, just say it. Just say and it. bless, you know, Mazda, bless their hearts. You know, of course, through our customer experience center, bring it into the dealership. We'll For take inspection. We'll take pictures Let and inspect it and send guy. you on your way, which is go fuck yourself. Yeah. Listen, I have not seen this car I have not seen the windshield. And I, that was my first reaction was, we'll just tell her not to follow behind trucks so closely. Right. If and only. I know that the people at Mazda think the same thing. And I understand that like they, that the customer already has a relationship with us and there's Blow only me. so much they can do. But I really do feel like Mazda was like, well, the dealer can be the bad guy in this situation. Right. Well, like, oh my God. You, it's like, you, it ju- you just lost a customer. Oh my God. Do you think I'll find another? It, you know, it's, it's like one goodwill windshield isn't going to hurt anybody. However, if you give the customer that expectation that any time that the... They Every single it, time they'll be back. If you back give a mouse a cookie. Don't we feed a stray dog. Before. We've talked about that before. Sweet. I mean, it's the same thing over and over it, and over it, and over. It baffles me that she got, number one, one covered under warranty. Two, a second one was goodwilled. And this bitch is thinking she's going to get a third. I don't think she got it covered under warranty with us. Because usually no, she the warranty that... We we cover, which is very rare for a windshield, is going to be like stress crack situations. Mm-hmm. No bubbling between the pieces. Yes, no, delamination. Pretty rare. Yeah, it's, it's no, extremely rare. rare. Yeah, stress cracks with no impact is like one in a mill. You have Does to get the tip that of approved. a ballpoint pen get stuck in there. That's an impact damage. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's not one. Well, and so that's the thing is okay. The stress, cra- the stress crack when you. Uh, move your hand. I'm demonstrating for those of oh, she's you like, who are she's listening. Her hand I'm, yeah. like she's they, they can see you. They class. can see me there, but not <laughs> well, everyone. No. And what? then I'm whipping. Wax on. Oh God. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> so if you can't feel any evidence of an outside like fracture or crack then most likely it's a stress crack and it's going to come from the top or the bottom. It's not going to be in the middle of the windshield with a pit in the middle of it. Absolutely. And a lot, a lot of the times, you know, when customers come in with that, where it's like, you've got the plastic that goes all the way around a part of the trim. Even if something hits hard enough in that corner, through the plastic, there can be that impact mark underneath that, but you can't find that because it's part of the windshield. Right. So they walk off with that. But same thing. I had a customer the other day. She's like, I've got a crack across my windshield. There's no impact. It, you know, it's just a stress crack. And, you know, we I don't know climb- where they knew that. I didn't learn about a stress crack until, until I started doing warranty. Because, so someone well, knows that. Because because she ran it on the forum. Yes. Exactly. And, you know, and she shows and she's like, look, there's nothing here. And I climb up on the wheel and I tell her, I'm like, hop yourself up on the wheel. I want to show you where it is. And she's like, it's not there. I've looked. I'm like, same Let thi- me show you. Same, well, I'll, same I'll show thing. you right now. The, literally. And Mike hit the nail on the head with this. I had my pen on me. And I'm like, this little spot. I'm like, and I drag it along the, 
you know, the crack itself and it just stops. I'm like right there, that tiny little bit, that indent. She's like, but it's so tiny. I'm like, it does not matter. For Ford, they will literally make you do that in the digital imaging process. That's not the lady that we spoke to. That really nice lady that came in that one day. They're all really nice ladies. (coughs) Who just got, like she just bought her car. No, not her. Okay. Different lady. Because we were talking like it's a rite of passage to like crack your windshields right after, no, like three she, weeks after she, you buy your car. She was, she was super nice. What? That's this not has a rite happened of to me. It happened to it's me happened. and Allie. It's not a rite of passage. It's a rite of you, shittiness. You, but. you cracked my windshield on the way back from uh, Mojave. I did? Yeah. Well, I was following too close. Oh. But, uh, and you were in the Ding, 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 oh, ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that was good. Oh, and I think that was the same trip. No, that was a different trip uh, when my windshield molding broke. Ah, uh, I had no idea I cracked your windshield. Yeah, well, you, your windshield. you didn't do it that. on purpose. Well, no. granted. Yeah. Or did we? <laughs> uh, what are we at on the on time right there, Jacob? Uh, Thirty seconds, but it's inaccurate we, because we. It is inaccurate. I but have a question. We, oh, okay. Did yeah. Vic crack my windshield? What kind of tech? We have to ask this. Are you? Okay. We have to ask this. That's fair. It's been weeks. I'm still kind of unaware as to where this question is going or headed. So can you, uh, can somebody please explain uh, the the details the of this question. question? What do you mean? When, where I, I'm not sure where Eric bases off of. Is this Eric's question? It is Eric's question. It is Go Eric's question. But it, in my mind, at least when I talk to my technicians where if, my technicians, when they see other techs doing their work, which they should mind their own goddamn business, they can get work done more efficiently and not worry about fucking other people's shit. But when they go, oh, well, so-and-so didn't do this and there's no way the brakes could be this low or this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, I take pride in what I do and I'd never sell a customer, you know, something they don't need. Right. You're yeah. not. You're at, fine. But you're not there. You're not looking at the car. You're not anything. Stay in your own lane. Right. That's basically where yeah. I'm at. What type of tech are you? It's like, where do you draw the line? It's like that basic, real basic. Well, and then Eric. I, I mean, I, that wasn't where I was going with that, but I. That's a topic in itself. It it, it really is. You know, I. But I this want, is your question. I wanted to hear your. Yeah, I want everybody I wanna... to do their job to the fullest extent that they're capable of doing. Leaving out the carelessness, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's a lot of techs, if you want to call them techs, who just don't give a shit. At the end of the day, that's just what it is. They don't care. And you can see it in their work. They don't mm-hmm. care. And I see it, you know, with some of our technicians, you know, there's still oil dripping from the new oil filter. There's still oil dripping from the undercarriage and the splash shield because they didn't clean all of it off. Right. They didn't change the customer screen back to what it was when they reset the oil light. You know, just little shit like that. Just it's just like come on, like the things we the customers it, notice. It is like right. care. it takes it takes no time, but it means care, the world. Like go find something else to do. This is not the business to do that. You are the reason that we look bad to people. Because I don't want you, you don't at care. my dealership. No, because it, you it, need it affects to care. me. 
yeah. and stop worrying about what other people are doing. Stop worrying about that little inconvenience in your day. Nobody's day is going to go perfect. Things are going to happen. My days go perfect. To, we just I'm have sure to they deal do. with it's it. It's that turkey sandwich. You have to deal with it. It's not a personal attack to you. Right. Not everything is a personal attack to you. I'm sorry. No one's out to get you and make your right. day shitty. So that doesn't have to, you don't have to come down and with all these emotions and be like, oh, fuck, fuck this, fuck that. I'm done. I'm gone. Well, then oh, fucking leave. We don't want that yeah. energy here. This like, is an attitude thing. You know what? But you know, this, all, this entire conversation was stemming off of what you had said. But what I was saying about it was... This came about weeks ago. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it like, did. This has been on the board. This has been on the board month, for a long time. For mm-hmm. about a month now, yeah. maybe a little bit longer. Um, is this where we have to ask our listeners for topic ideas because we're running low? No, but we no, have so no, many topic ideas that we kept skipping that one. No, I, I always keep, stuff came up. I always yeah. keep things that we didn't get to in that episode because the episode <laughs> ran long. You know, uh, right? On there. We just didn't have time. But like, you know, how do you? See, in my department, it's very difficult to achieve efficiency. Mm-hmm. It really is. You know, unless you have like a week of just like gravy shit that you've done, you know, 20, 30 times that you can just crank out like crazy. I had that happen today. Nice. Ooh. I had to do turbo coolant tubes and fittings on a 16. Thank you. Thank you very much. On a 16 F-150. And was that that one that you pulled in? When that was the one I pulled stopped in. Stop by, say hi. Yes. Um. I've done that job. I've lost count how many times I've done it. It's gravy. That is gravy for me. I charge seven hours a side. All right? I don't want to hear anybody fucking say anything about, about that. <laughs> Getting those clips off those coolant fittings is a pain in the dick. Even though the right uh, side pays more than the left. But anyways. Might have something to say. Anyways. Um, it's very difficult to achieve efficiency in my in my department when you're doing... You've got 10 diags mm-hmm. and they're not, they're always in depth, you know. Always. It, it's this, this week is a prime example. It's not super I evident right away. What all diesels all week. It was all diesel vehicles all week. And they're not, the diesels are tend to be on the more difficult side to diag. You know, don't get me wrong. I can do it. I enjoy working on diesels. I have no problem with it. But when you get, I literally had 10 this week. Uh, and you, I'm going to have... 10 hours to flag at the end of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, thank God for that one job that I right. had today. You know, right. that I, I was proud of it. I finished that in like four hours. Good for mm. you, man. I'm so happy. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, but you know, what do you do to achieve your, your, what do you do to achieve your efficiency? Do you rob Peter to pay Paul? Right. right. You know, do you flag some of the hours that for a job that you're going to end up finishing on Monday? Sandbagging is a fireable offense. No, what does that that's mean not, to you? No. Sandbagging? No, yeah. I'm not talking about sandbagging. Okay. Fuck you. I'm talking about when you're pi- when you're pissed off about a job that you have, <laughs> you take way more time than it needs. No, not necessarily. What also it could be is because I've done 90% of this job this week, but I'm going to button up those few things on Monday. Sure. And so I'm going to flag all 14 hours of that on Monday instead of the Friday okay, that I should have flagged it on. The but job see, isn't it? finished. The job isn't finished yet, is it? It is not. So you no. cannot flag the job because you cannot partial flag tickets as far as I'm concerned. And I agree with you on that, but that is what's considered sandbagging. That's not sandbagging in the sense that that's how it's been explained to to me at our dealership, but that is sandbagging. And see, specifically, and in my mind, that version of sandbagging or that definition of sandbagging 
I don't have a fucking problem with that. Right. The problem I have with sandbagging is like, I've had nothing but Diag, so I'm just going to fucking sit on this fucking yeah, oh, the yeah. tickets this, pile th- up. This thing can mm. sit and sunbathe. No, that's, yeah. that's yeah. sandbagging. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I can see. Okay. So from management to tech perception, it's different. different perception. Perception. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, how do you achieve that efficiency? You know, sometimes I do have to do that and I don't sandbag, but. I have to, you know, wait till Monday to flag mm-hmm. these hours because I'm already fucked this week. Right. Man, nothing I, is fucked here. Nothing is fucked. Everything is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh, my God. You that's know? how I feel at the office. I, I opened my first row. Everything is fucked. <laughs> I don't remember what listener it was, but one of our listeners was, oh, I think it was Billy, actually. Um, Billy. Yeah, Billy was telling us how he just puts his head down. He doesn't talk to anyone. He puts his headphones in. He puts his headphones in. He puts his cell phone Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. I'm going to get it done. fuck alone. And he just works. I have a problem with that because I'm a people person. Mm -hmm. No. Now, don't get me. No. Are you a social butterfly? I am a social butterfly, but in a... I don't walk around and stand around for hours or a half hour or 45 minutes, whatever. Ask people just hanging, how they're hanging out and socializing. I spend a fucking hour in the office because I'm going through paperwork. I'm helping explain things to advisors yeah, of and course. Yeah. talking with, but whatever it is. But you know, there are other things that come up. I'm not sitting there on my phone bent over the hood of the car, just on fucking TikTok all day. Yeah, with uh, one like uh, the Captain Morgan's pose, one foot up on something, and yeah. just like leaning over, <laughs> just, just hanging out with Captain Morgan. Seriously, <laughs> I, you know, it's I'm jealous of the people who can achieve efficiency a lot easier than me. I, knew. I think it depends, like especially since you guys are so departmental. Right. Like I think it really depends what department you're into. I mean, it, from it a does. layman, a little bit more of a layman. No, you hit the nail on the head there, and I knew that when I was training as an apprentice because my um, my mentor, Cliff. Hi, Cliff. I love you, Cliff. Hi, Cliff. Hi, Cliff. Of, yes, I hope you're doing well. Oh, he's um, living his best life. I know he is. Congrats on the Bronco. Ooh. Yes, he got a new Bronco. Mm. He's been having fun with that. Oh, my God. I really like the soft top on the Bronco. Like Me, too. The, oh, yes, the, one, nice. the retractable one. soft top. Yeah, and then yes, I saw one beautiful. with no doors on it, too. I yeah. like that. I want a Bronco. I do, too. I can take the doors off of your car if you want. But it's not the same. No. Not the same. Um... <laughs> I knew when I was training as an apprentice that it was going to be difficult in that department. And I saw it and he explained to me why it was going to be difficult to that department. But sometimes you can't get management to understand that. At the end of the day, all they see is numbers. You can't get some management to understand. It's just numbers to them at the end of the day. Whether the numbers make it or they don't, it doesn't matter where you're working, what department you're in. It doesn't matter what you did all week. They just want to see this, period. Right. And it's very difficult. It is very difficult. And I want to hear from our listeners. You know, what, how do you guys achieve that efficiency? You know, do you do like Billy does and just put your head down, don't talk to anybody and just do your work? You know, uh, do you have to rob Peter to pay Paul? So I also feel like the efficiency topic is for a bigger dealership. Because do you hear anybody talk about efficiency at our dealership? A couple of my techs. Really? Mm-hmm. So. Well, a couple is only, what, like uh, two-thirds of your techs? <laughs> a third of my techs. <laughs> yeah, basically. A third of my techs. So literally my, two. My, before this conversation and before, like, knowing you guys, my only 
knowledge of efficiency was what it says in the policy and procedures manual. Like, Mm -hmm. as far as I know, that's not something we ride people on at our dealership. Like, I don't think that you get like any benefit. Do you guys get benefits for yes, making Yes, if you're your... efficient, you get your bonus pay. Yep. So you guys make a bonus. Well, a bonus, but that's what we live off no, of. No, no, no. Hourly production bonus. Right. So it's okay. not like, that's the same. Hey, that's how state of California pays you to be technician. a so, piecemeal or flat rate technician. Right. So you're saying that like. Get a bonus, Allie. It, depending on what they sell above a job that it comes in for, they get a bonus. That's what the dice rolls are. Well, okay. that's 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 completely different based on fair enough. If you're a flat rate technician Correct. or an hourly technician. Correct. Well, our hourly still have the possibility of doing dice rolls, which is great. Great for so good for it's them. not like if you flag you over mean. this many hours a week, you get a flat rate bonus. No, no, no. That's, that's not, not that, that's not what that means. So you work forty hours in a week. All about Correct. efficiency. You're, okay. You work forty hours in a week. That's when you like flag. You know, the job takes six hours, but you did it in four and a half or whatever. Yeah. That's being efficient. That's yep. being efficient. So yeah. You work forty hours in a week. You're expected to flag forty hours at in least, that week. At least at 40 least hours forty hours in that week. Um, to it's get the benefit your, of being a flat rate tech. Right. right. So to get your bonus, which is usually a higher rate than your hourly rate, you have to, at least at our dealership, achieve 80% efficiency. Mm. So I have to get at least 32 hours flagged for that week to get my bonus. But my bonus is only for those 32 hours. Now, if I go into that week and I work 40 hours, but I flagged 55 hours, I've got all these extra hours that I was able to flag my higher rate on. And again, that's being efficient. You're beating the clock. Yep. Right. right? This job pays six hours. I did it in four. That's being efficient. Yeah. Always, always trying to be efficient. And And customers have a very hard time understanding that when they ask that question, well, why does this job take this long? But your tech, you know, it's a four hour job that you quoted me by the book. But why did it only take your technician an hour and 20 minutes? Because he's here to make money. He's good at what he does, and he's not going to sit there and spend four hours on one job, which wastes half of his damn day, when he could have fit in another four cars. That, that's not even the point. It, the job is going to be done properly by a trained technician who's done this job 100,000 times. Yeah, well, multiple cause, times. just because you're efficient doesn't mean the job got done properly. Well, I would certainly hope it. That that's true, that and that's coincides. going back to what my statement was. You know, I... I how do I put this? I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> you know, I, and I do too. But then I, I get the privilege, we'll call it, of seeing other people's work. And I'm like, well, why the fuck wouldn't you have done that? Mm-hmm. Like, you were right there. Like, I I know people who are like, their mentality is, it's not here for that. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything. And right. I'm not going to do anything like right. that. It's puking oil on the ground. Why the fuck wouldn't you? Yep. Like at the end of the day, it's about doing right by the customer. Right. It's doing by right right by the customer without you know breaking the rules per se. Yeah. And to answer, um, oops, sorry. No, it, it, it's anyway. I mean, as you can see, topic. I get triggered by it. Yeah, we'll save that for next week. Yes, yeah. we'll save that next week. And then to an- to answer your question with how big my team is, I have four techs, a luby, and a liability. So I have six. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> 
Uh, I want you to know, there was a fraction of a second there I didn't pick up what you were putting down. <laughs> I love that. Oh I love that. God. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's a great way to end the episode. Do we have any listener mail? Uh, no, we're going to do that next week. Oh. We're running uh, super late. Oh, that's late. what you said. Yeah, I we're didn't running hear what super you said. Late it's right okay. Now. I'm used to men not hey, listening it, to me. It was a good conversation. Uh, How dare you? I, wow. Oh, my it goodness. It wasn't directed towards you, really. I feel oh, like personally we're gonna we're gonna it's brush on past that yeah okay i'm gonna do this from memory okay so i want to thank i want to thank it's over there <laughs> i want to thank everybody for listening um Me i specifically want to thank all of our sponsors the whole team um uh travis ferris from hit distributing supplying just the brother products mm-hmm. um uh norman glacier dale follett nick lowridge from matco tools ray moon from el ranchito taco shop um, tacos. That yeah. Oh my good. god. Those delicious tacos. I'm so walk. freaking hungry. You guys gonna stick around for some like uh, T Bell or something like that? Creepy. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Right. Uh, <laughs> I have to get home and shower and unshave. Okay. Change. Also, um, go ahead and hit up uh, Norman Glazier, um, uh, Max Norm at Hotmail dot com with. Max is two X's. If you mention Customer States Podcast, you get 10% off anything's got. Um, he's a great guy. Dale Follett, twistedbillsllc.com. He does all of our 3D printing and helps me with the website and like all that kind of stuff. He's a great guy. Yeah, um, and please, you can follow us at Twitter, Instagram, at customer underscore states. Um, uh, you can uh, uh, email us at customerstatespodcast at gmail.com. Mm. Give us your voice memos, your listener mails, any of your Tell crazy us how pictures. You're efficient. What type of tech are you? Tell us how you're efficient. What kind of tech are you? That's going to be our uh, listener uh, poll question uh, during the uh, for the spot, uh, uh, Spotify, Spotify uh, episode. Um, and, and I will send out my ten dollars. <laughs> uh, oh, Andrew, you're getting your ten bucks. I promise you. That's going to come tomorrow, right? Yes. You got some cash on you? Yes, I do. Okay. I, I just need the PayPal. Good. I, or I'll, Venmo. You don't have cash on you? I have cash. I'll pay it. I'll oh pay my it. god. Oh god. I'm, I'm going to get cash. cash tomorrow. Okay. Anyway, cash. Um, uh, also, uh, we have a website, customerstatespodcast.com. You can check out all of our episodes there. Um, you can see all about us. Uh, you can Listen. find. There's the cash. <laughs> Those are monies. You can find the uh, hashtag sell the bell uh, right there. And you can also find our half price stickers about our sponsors, about us. And if you're not watching the YouTube video right now, you, you should. should watch the YouTube video. What the fuck are you doing with your video? life? And you can find the YouTube video by searching Hi, well. customer states dot 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 podcast. It's an ellipsis. And I, th- I think I got everything covered, right? You did, man. That's perfect. I and think, you thanks, know what? I thanks, everybody. I think we're only missing one thing. And with that, we say... Love you. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States Podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.